This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was Dear Abby, Part 2, 1991. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiore. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is now episode number 172. Yes, sir. Thank you for sticking it out. Truly. We just did an episode last week yes. where we sang karaoke. Could you bear it? Did could, you enjoy it? Could you bear could it? Could you stand it? Mm. <laughs> could you stand it? Could you stand it? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, while we were doing it, I there was moments where I was like, I don't know if I can stand this. Yep. <laughs> I'm and, doing it now, but I don't know if I can stand doing yes. this for longer. And there were moments when I was like, not only can I stand it, right. but I feel like I'm soaring. Yeah. I feel like uh, yeah, I, you seemed euphoric. I, <laughs> Genuinely. You looked like you were going through consistent euphoria. <laughs> I was soaring. There was moments of you just being happier than you were before, yeah. and you were already happy. Yes. Yeah. And this is what uh, Billy and I were saying in the last episode, is that we're not karaoke fellows. Not guys You're like not that. like which is quite to do karaoke. Which is a little weird to me in retrospect. It's well-trained yeah. territory, but yes. you were a singing telegram. I was a singing telegram. You were a singing telegram, and the singing years. telegram's job is not only to dress up in costume and wave, <laughs> you also sing a song. Correctamundo. And what? so it seems like you <laughs> kind of uh, like actively seeked out doing karaoke versions of songs. Yeah, I, I guess I get, you're so right about that, and yeah. I do love to sing, right. and I am a bit of an exhibitionist, and yeah. I don't have shame in that way, no. so I guess what I'm really saying is I don't like bars. Oh! I think that's actually what I'm that, stumbling and upon. And that I've known for a long time. I think time. I may ju- maybe just don't like the ba- bar bars. atmospheres. The yeah. bar atmosphere. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Because I've even been to some of those like weird Koreatown karaoke like rooms, mm. where it's like private rooms, and yeah. even that I, I can get down with. Okay, got it. One of our dear friends Cass has hmm. recently uh, stumbled upon her new favorite thing in the world which is like a karaoke a portable karaoke microphone oh god that is me. like god a micro- we should have Cass on the show to talk about it. she has a microphone and there's a speaker attached it plays the karaoke track you sing to it it is like a portable karaoke machine some people machine. love it love it some people love karaoke Cass does karaoke to wind down stop it to <laughs> stop it Cass does karaoke to wind down some people drink <laughs> bourbon <laughs> Other people sing Cass into sings a port- to herself. Self. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm relaxed. Yes. And now I'm relaxed. Exactly. Uh, well, yes. we survived it, and we thank all the listeners for coming Truly, back. Truly, thank, thank you for indulging us. We will not be singing on this episode. No, not again. So don't worry. Yep. This is going to be your total normal episode. <laughs> yeah. Cut and dry. Is it? Like, it's like, you've, you've read the title by now. You get it. <laughs> Today's episode is called Dear Abby, Part 2. In parentheses, 1991. Cut and dry, like, straightforward. What do we need exactly to explain? You what get it? You would Dear Abby, part two, 1991. You fully get it. Right. This is why you come to Headgum, why, why you come to No Joke Week right. After Week. Right. You come to hear us answer advice questions written to some other lady. Dear Abby. Th- almost 30 years ago. That's right, 27? <laughs> yeah. 28? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's what we're going to be doing on this episode. You yes. may remember from, I don't know, 40 episodes ago. Something like that. We did an episode called Dear Abby yep. where we fetched questions that were posed to Abby, yep. and we decided to answer them instead. Abby, take a break. We'll take these. Now, you might think <laughs> that when we do part two episodes, it's because the first half was so overwhelmingly popular that people were like, you got to run that back. Not you got to do that Not again. the case in this instance. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 
And this is it's not the case. Right. There hasn't been overwhelming demand. Not even whelming. No. Not, not, not even demand. Not even. Literally not even demand. <laughs> Let's pull the curtain all the way back at yeah. it. We, uh, we wanted to – we had to do another episode. We wanted yep. to do another episode today. Yep. And we couldn't come up with anything. And so we said, can we just say part two, two after of something. something? What's one that we did recently that right. we liked or not recently? Right. Yes. So we stumbled upon Dear Abby. Dear Abby. And then if you're like, well, why 1991, fellas? There's got to be a reason why 91, right? Were the questions particularly interesting well, in 91? do you know. Well, no. No reason. This is the reason. Yeah. The link, the first link that arrived <laughs> – when we typed in Dear Abby questions, yes. was for 91. 1991 is the year of convenience. Right. The path year of, of convenience. Least, path, path of least resistance, yes, path exactly. of most convenience. That's right. So, folks, if you have a problem that you're dealing with in 1991 right now. 28 years ago. Let this podcast help you out. 28 years this ago This episode problems. of this podcast will help <laughs> you out. From 28 years ago. So, dear Abby, for those of you who don't know, was a columnist. Yep. Where people would write in questions to her newspaper uh, yes, article. her column. Her column yep. every week or every yep. day. Yep. Every day? Uh, every day. According to this, every single day. At least every day of 1991. <laughs> yes. And uh, she answered them with informed, helpful answers. Yep. Pre-internet. Yep. Uh, Adam, what do you say that you and I go back? You're Abby. I think so. And I'm Babby. <laughs> if y'all remember this... I barely did. Y'all remember this? Uh, y'all now does. So, Adam, do you want to read the first question or a question that Abby was posed and uh, Babby will I'll send take it, it over to Babby. Please. Okay, great. Here's here's interesting. Um, here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting From November 7th, 1991. <laughs> okay, so fall is winding down. Yes. It's 1991. Yes. Okay. Here's the headline. <laughs> Motorists. Yes. <laughs> Those with motors. Motorists. Here's a warning. Don't interrupt cops at work. Wait. <laughs> Dear Abby. Wait, wait. That, okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way in? That's the headline? <laughs> Motorists, don't interrupt Motorists, cops. here's a warning. Here's a w- don't interrupt cops at work. Okay. How is that a question? We'll Dear- <laughs> we will find out. Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Dear Babby. Dear Babby. Dear Babby. Dear Babby. Will you please ask your readers mm. never to interrupt a police officer in the it's not a question. in the middle of a traffic stop unless it's an emergency? Okay. Directions to the nearest restaurant don't count. What? Abby, we police officers never know who we are pulling over during a routine stop. It could be a murderer, an escaped felon, or a minister. Okay. More law enforcement personnel are injured or killed during routine traffic stops than almost any other type of police activity. Huh. It's twice as dangerous at night. Okay. Please don't pull up right next to me as I'm approaching the car. I just stopped and asked me for directions. Okay. We could both be in danger, and I might not be able to guarantee your safety. Right. We also make <laughs> We also. We also make stops where the element of danger is known beforehand, such as an armed robber fleeing the scene. Okay. This is usually a planned stop where suspects are taken out of a car at gunpoint. Okay. If you should see one or more police officers with their guns drawn and pointed at someone, don't ask don't where walk the nearest sizzler ask, is. What's going on? We are not filming TJ Hooker, 1991. We are not filming TJ Hooker. If a police officer is all red in the face mm. and yelling at you and waving an arm in a sideways motion right. while holding a gun in the other, don't wave back. Dumb. It isn't a greeting. Move. You are in the line of fire. Good good reminder. Thanks, Abby, for letting me get this off my show. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, there's, this person <laughs> no is not looking for any sort of advice. No question. Right. It was signed California Cop, Lompoc, right. California, California, 1991. Cop, 91. So I picked that at random. Sorry that there's no real concrete question to see no, your teeth fine, into. Because I remember in our last year, <laughs> Abby episode, uh, I think a male person yes. uh, wanted us to remember not to stick our hands blindly into mailboxes <laughs> because spiders. Oh, right. Because there's spiders in there. 
That's right. And this is a cop saying, hey, if I'm pulling someone over, don't pull up next to me. And wave. And ask me where Sizzler is. Okay. If I'm waving my gun wildly in the air, don't pull up and say, hey, got the time. Exactly. Keep it moving. Fair request. Right. I love the image of a police officer sitting down to write an advice columnist. Mm. That this is this is the avenue that this police mm. officer, this is not like right. him or her bitching to his or her colleagues at the no, office no, 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 at the no. police station. Dear Abby. I know the, I know the woman who can handle this for Yes, you. I know the signal boost. It's so funny. Abby. Tell your readers. I love it. But it does speak to like this sway in the reach of Abby. That yes. a police officer would be like, tell your readers yes. this. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I mean, yes. she's the signal boost. Yes. I wonder if in 91, if that was a thing where <laughs> like, it's like, oh, great. Finally, a cop. <laughs> I see a cop. Yeah. Irregardless of what they're doing, I can now get an answer because cops have all the answers. Yes. Directions. Yes. Uh, how close is this thing? So many indicators of a pre-internet life. It's right. like policemen and policewomen right. are the Google of the era. Right. If you need to know where something is, you don't have a Google map on you. Yeah. You ask the cop. You got to ask They're the authority cop. figure. Yes. Right. Okay. I just love that this cop, ins- like, yeah, I mean, fair what a complaint. Specific, but what a specific request. Yes. When I'm pulling someone over, don't pull up next to me. <laughs> like, okay. 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 Okay, California cop. Got it. So, Billy, I'm sorry that there, again, there wasn't really an answerable question. It was more of a kvetch. I learned. It was more of a kvetch. I learned. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway. Okay. You want to shoot something over to Addy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Addy? Yes. I am going to click on something called, it might also be a tip. Great. It might also be a tip. That's fine. I don't know if you're going to have to give advice. We'll find out. Quick relief for dry mouth brings smiles to many lips. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. Running it back. Ready? It is December 28th, and the year is 1991. Christmas time. This is Dear Abby Part 2 in parentheses 1991. (laughs) Quick relief for dry mouth brings smiles to many lips. I'm listening. Dear Abby. Yes. Several years ago, I read in your column about people having a problem with dry mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Was that your dry mouth popping? That was my dry mouth. (laughs) I failed to keep the article, rats, in which you (laughs) kindly offered information about my problem. Please print it again. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Homie, go to your local library and find your microfiche. (laughs) Find your microfiche. Please print it again. And at this time, and at this time, I will make a note of the solution. God almighty, this is funny. I've read of other remedies, but I believe your information was the best. Spitting cotton. Listen. That's it. This is pre-internet to the map. Please, can you just write? I lo- I, I misplaced it. Mm-hmm. I lost it. Could you just print that again? Mm-hmm. Yes. So here's her answer. Okay, great. Dear Spitting Cotton, <laughs> the column to which you referred was printed in October 1987, but here it is again. You remembered it from four years ago. And then some text that says, Dear Abby, a while back you recommended a saliva substitute for people who suffer from dry mouth. <laughs> Having suffered from that condition for two years... I went immediately to the pharmacy and asked for a saliva substitute. The pharmacist said she had never heard of such a product and told me to ask my dentist what the brand name was. Uh I called my dentist, Uh and he had never heard of a saliva substitute either. Abby, can you tell me uh, the name of this product and where it can be purchased? Needs it in Illinois. So practical. Deeply practical. Dear needs it in Illinois. Abby hits back. I had no idea the problem of dry mouth was so widespread until I mentioned it in my column and was promptly deluged with letters from readers seeking relief from that condition. Deluged. There are at least four brands of saliva substitutes on the market. What are they, today. Abby? It's taken us a while to get here. What are they? Ask your pharmacist to check the annual pharmacist's reference red book. Hilarious. Facts and comparisons or physician's desk reference for non-prescription drugs under saliva substitutes. This is weird. Got it. <laughs> Readers, for your information, xerostomia, in parentheses dry mouth, 
can be caused by disease. Can be caused by disease, medication, radiation, th- medication, sure. radiation therapy, sure. or the natural aging process. Yep. If your pharmacist has never heard of it yep. and doesn't know where to get saliva substitutes, find another sub pharmacist. Hilarious. Okay. That reminds me of the line of Days Ventura. If I'm not back in 10 minutes, just wait longer. Wait a little longer. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the point is that we're supposed to be Addy and Babby. Adam, yes. do you have any solutions or saliva substitutes? Dry mouth is a, and forgive my language, a bitch. Damn. And I, it is. Addy. It's, this is Addy okay. after dark. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, dry mouth is tough. I get that. Uh, sometimes adrenaline does it for me. I've often been, and maybe you've been here too. Okay. Frequently with snake shows, the hip-hop duo that Billy and I had for many years, mm-hmm. sometimes in Harvard Sound Team shows, right. sometimes in stand-up shows, right. it's a little bit of a panicky moment for me when I find that like I, my mouth is really dry. <laughs> so what do you do? What is your saliva substitute solution? I mean, like I, I wish I had something more creative than constantly have water on hand. Drink water. Constantly, constantly have water it's on hand. It's 2019. We now have bottled water. Yes, exactly. These, this person was bringing a cup out onto the stage if they were a stand-up It's so funny. It's like there probably literally wasn't like you ubiquitous bottled water in December of 1991. There was not. But now there is, right. so I literally don't leave home without it. So Addy says, bring some water with you wherever you go. If it's 28 years ago, you? Yep. And I, and yeah, how would, uh, I mean, a thermos, I would say throw that in a thermos. Okay. Uh, bring some nice room temperature water with you. Carry water. Carry water. Carry water. Carry water with you. And if that doesn't work, see another pharmacist. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> see another see pharmacist. Another one. Yes. First act break. Water. 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 Water, water Pharmacists. everywhere. <laughs> Pharmacists. Big pharma. Big pharma. Uh, yes. The biggest pharma. The biggest pharma. 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 Farm farmhouse. farmhouse. Uh, did we play something already off Fish's Farmhouse? Fish. I, oh, yes. I we know that we have. Fish's that song, farm. Sleep. Farm. I'm pretty sure. Farm. 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 Um, water. Farm it. Farm it. The frog. Farm it. The frog. Farm. <laughs> okay. Big pharma. How did we even get here? Saliva. <laughs> Saliva. Saliva. Saliza Manelli. Saliza Manelli. Saliza Manelli. What does she sing like a song about New York? Does she have a rendition of New York, New York? I wouldn't put it past her. I'm sure she does. Do you have any sort of Saliza Manelli songs that you know offhand? That's like her big, her big. I mean, she sings standards. I know her primarily from Cabaret, the movie Cabaret, where she sings all the songs of Sally Bowles, including Cabaret. But I would, I would be frankly gobsmacked. Mm. Uh, if she does, did not do a rendition of New York, New York. Okay, so we're definitely going to play a song from Saliza. For sure. The question is, um, do we go, do we start with New York, New York? I think so. Okay. And if we can't find any song there, do we go Banana Phone, or then do we go to Cabaret? No, I think we need to play by some rules here. We live in a land of law. Okay. We respect the rule of law. Okay. And I think that if we do not find Liza Minnelli's yes. New York, New York, we play Banana Phone. Okay. So it's up to you, <laughs> New York, New, New York, York, and Saliza Minnelli. Today, I want to be a part of it. New York, New York, these vagabond shoes are longing to stray and step around the heart of it. New York, New York. 
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was Liza Minnelli's rendition of New York, New York. From the year 1977. Exactly right. Yep. This 14 years prior to the year 1991. Adam, why is 91 relevant? 91 is the year that this episode of No Joke, Our Dear Abby, Part 2, mm-hmm. takes place. Mm-hmm. In We're fielding advice questions from 28 years ago. That's right. That's right. A uh, little piece of advice. Yeah. Subscribe to the No Joke Podcast. Oh, please do. Won't if you? you stumbled upon yeah. this, maybe we got a lot of press from our karaoke podcast. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you probably read about us in the Times. Probably all, all over the karaoke blogs. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for finding us. Yes. Please subscribe. Truly. Subscribe so that we show up yes. every Friday morning, technically every Thursday night. Yes. Late Thursday night. Correct. In your podcast box. Yep. And then take us to work. Absolutely. You've got 172 episodes to listen to. Okay, that's a long library. You could, you'll be occupied for a while. Also, rate and review us and give us five stars on iTunes right. and leave a comment. Right. Let us know how good our singing voices are on a scale of 9 to 10. Right. Let us know how excellent they are on yeah. a scale of very excellent to quite excellent. We are available on Apple, and we are also available on Spotify. Spotify yes. has a lot of professional musicians singing a lot of professional songs. That's true. We butchered a lot of professional songs last episode. Give, give it a gander. And we'll give it a gander. Give it a gander. That's right. Um, Billy, just on the dry mouth topic before we leave that. Yeah, let's ride. Um, <laughs> let's go. Do you remember maybe one of the most hilariously famous instances of public TV dry mouth? 
Give me, oh, wait, Marco Rubio? Marco Rubio yeah. giving the response to the State of the Union. Right. <laughs> it had that was his beautiful dry mouth. That was his coming out party. That was right? <laughs> That's when the world met Marco Rubio. And, and his that dry was, mouth. Right. And the Republicans were like, this is our young upstart, like, cool hottie. He's not hydrated. He's cool. Like, <laughs> He's cool we don't hottie. have a lot of cool. We have a lot of old white squares Here's on a young. our team. Here's, Here's a, a young. young. Here's a young with tan skin. His name is Marco Rubio, we, young ethnic. We can ride that. He's right? a young ethnic. So let's put him up there. <laughs> Right after Barack Obama speaks, and he will be our powerhouse, cool, hot representation of the youthful Republican Party. Young be cool ethnic. out there. Be cool, Marco. Yes. Walks Such out there. profound. Within his first few words, he looks into the camera with fear in his eyes and then does a long lunch. <laughs> I'd call it a long lunch. He took a long lunch. Like tried to plant one foot so it's like I'm not really moving, but then did a long lunge with the other. Kept one eye on the teleprompter. That's like right. I'm still here, America. Right. You don't see me move. But I do need my Poland spring. We saw you move. I do need You moved about four or five feet to the right, yes. grabbed the water, and then took oh. a pronounced sip. <laughs> a truly pronounced, a, yeah. a, not a glug, no. a glug glug. <laughs> Like, I've cleaned out the top coat of dryness, and yeah. now we have to focus on the throat. That was a really good moment in American politics. Yeah. Where American politics and dry mouth converge. It's so rare that they do a cool thing. That yeah. the GOP just does, like, we'll just never, like, never. it's just so incredible. Uh, yeah. Like, they just, bat zero. Yeah. They can bat zero. They can bat zero. They tr- they, they trotted up a young ethnic, and he immediately got dry mouth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the hat you wear. Not awesome. Yeah, but I'll tell you what is awesome, Adam. Part two, 1991. Dear Abby. You got a question for me, Babby? Or you got got another piece of advice? I'll Uh, take either. Yes. I'll take either. All right. Let me me sort of browse here. Yeah, the year is 1991. I am 10 years old. I am beginning team sports. Yep. I am, I guess, in fifth grade, fourth grade. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Abby is a 65-year-old woman. She is receiving questions yep. for people all over the country. Yep. Um, I have now grown up. The year is 2019. Okay. I have now grown up. Yep. Uh, and you're going to be answering this question from 28 years ago. Do you have said question? Here we go. Just wait one second. Been waiting my Here whole we go. life for this. Hour. Okay. This is from October 17, 1991. Big news day. Big news day. Yep. I don't know what this question is exactly, but here's the headline. You had a whole year to choose, and you went with this one. This one. Cute wears thin when toddlers order out pizza. (laughs) Oh, no way. No way. Is is that? So my guess is, before we go into it, that a toddler picked up the phone. But how do you still order a bunch of pizzas? Okay. Well, we're about to find out. But the cute wore thin. Put yourself back to October 17, 1991. Okay. Dear Batty. Yep. I'm sorry. Dear Babby. That's better. Just, we just met. When I read the letter in your column from the pizza delivery truck driver, okay. I had to write. <laughs> I already... <laughs> All right. I'm I grabbing al- the paper. <laughs> I also work for a national pizza chain. Oh. Uh, as an inside person... Wait. Funny way to phrase that. What does that mean? As an inside person taking oh. telephone orders. Oh. Wait, inside? Like, I work inside the building? As or I'm an delivery, insider? I think. Got it. Outsider. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. okay. I get it. Um, I get our it. goal is to take the order, make the pizza, deliver it within 30 minutes. Okay. The same parents who allow three and four-year-olds to pay for the pizzas. Wait. Oh, when the delivery guy gets there? I would assume. Okay. The same parents who allow three- and four-year-olds to pay for the pizzas also put them on the phone to order them. Yikes. I have to keep four adults on hold while trying to decipher the speech of a toddler. Right. Meanwhile, right. the parents are in the background coaching him or her as uh. to what to order, the address, etc. Uh-huh. These parents obviously think this performance is incredibly cute. Right. I also have had five- and six-year-olds placing orders as late as 10 and 11 p.m. Okay. Abby. Sorry. 
Babby. Better. Please allow me to point out a few tips for readers who order pizza. This is another tip-based question. I'm fine with it. <laughs> right out. One, decide what you want to order before you call. Is this to toddlers or to all, everyone, this the whole family? This is to everyone. Okay. This is to everyone. Have your order ready. Number one, decide what you want to order. <laughs> and this is coming you... from a pizza insider. Correct. Okay. Decide what you want to order before you call. Okay. We may have people on hold while you are conferring with each other as to what size to order, what toppings, etc. Size. Tip number two. Okay. Have the person who knows the address order the pizza. Not the toddler. Tip. <laughs> That's number two. The second tip is not the kid. <laughs> Okay. Number three. Yeah. Have your money ready for the driver since he may have several pieces to, to deliver within 30 minutes. That doesn't seem like an insider's problem. <laughs> it seems just... like the insider does not know their jurisdiction. <laughs> you need to – don't give me tips on what an outsider – maybe the Good insider call. Maybe the outsider doesn't mind. Good call. You're just an insider. Don't overstep your bounds. This is Babby talking. Tip number four, Babby. Please be on the lookout for your pizza once it's ordered. Outsider. Once again, th- you're an insider, pizza – you're an insider Better pizza. pizza. Turn on a light, says insider pizza. Turn on a light so your address is visible at night. I'm starting Have to think an, this insider is an outsider. <laughs> an outsider posing as an insider? I really do. This is a delivery really boy do. posing as an inside boy. I really do. Turn on a light so your address is visible. Have an adult present to pay for the pizza. Oh, also. No goddamn kidding. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. Also, lock up your Doberman, Pitbull, Terrier, German Shepherd, etc. It's definitely an <laughs> outsider writing this letter. <laughs> They said they're a pizza insider who takes the call. 80% of those tips were protect me, the delivery guy, who apparently drives a delivery truck. Truck. Were there specific trucks for pizza back in the day? I feel Did like... Domino's have a Domino's truck? And then one day they were like, they cost too much. We can pop it down to a sedan. In fact, not just any sedan. The Your Jared sedan. sedan. Your sedan. <laughs> yeah. Right. Your mom's sedan. We'll give you a tin sleeve That's to exactly put the pizzas right. in. We yes. don't need ovens in the truck. I do feel like back in the day, dare I even say in the early 90s, dare mm. I even say 1991, right. Pizza Hut and Domino's right. and Papa John's right. did have their own branded vehicles. And do you think, I think in those vehicles, they had devices that kept the pizza hot? Yes. Really? Well, you think they I were wonder. designed to keep pizza hot, or do you think they were just like mail trucks, where it's like, it's a truck? I would imagine it's a mail truck with a pizza warmer inside. There is hope. a pizza warmer. I would hope. Right. Anyway, so that's the end. Thanks, Babby. That's a load off my chest. Okay. Another load off the chest. Okay. So, again, I'm a skeptic. Not, not a good Honestly, question. I'm a skeptic. That's not an insider. Not, yeah. They led with the toddler's calling isn't cute. Yes. But mostly it was, hey, when I show up, make yes. sure your lights are on. Yes. Have the money ready. Don't make it a kid. No dogs. It's like you're definitely an outsider. I just want to say that the two questions that I've posed to you, bad, babby. Yes. It's a policeman writing, a police officer writing to your Abby complaining yeah. about etiquette. Yeah. And it's a pizza delivery or, yeah. or pizza insider complaining about etiquette. It's just so funny that these are like, they're yeah. just like, like day-to-day quotidian complaints about like the public making my job annoying. There you go. That's right. This is what Babby's for. And I wonder if that is what Babby's for. Because yeah. Babby speaks to the public. <laughs> yeah. And she can give plenty of advice. But I guess Babby is the conduit for us to understand the, the local professionals' points so. of view. I think so. Fascinating. Very, very fascinating. Babby. 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 <laughs> so Babby. anyway, I'm Babby. again, not a great question. Not a great, like, no no actual question. Just a fetch. Okay. A question. It's a question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'm just going to – I think this – I'm curious to see what this looks like. Hit me. Great. Hit me, baby. Couple's wedding invitation is journey into bad taste. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm hooked. So we've clicked. Uh, I'm hooked. And now we go. Great. Dear Abby. Yes. You recently published a letter from a reading uh, – from I, a reader. I did. Complaining – oh, sorry. Dear Abby. Yes. You uh, recently published a letter from a reader complaining about tacky wedding invitations. That's right. I did. Wow. I'm getting married and um, – This is this relevant is a, to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is a night – this oh, would be yeah. a nightmare yep. if I found out my wedding invitations were <laughs> 
Well, let this person add their two cents worth okay. with a story that will top that one. Okay. Competitive. All right. Competitive. You, you received a story a little while ago. Mine's better. That one's Competitive song. complaining. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Adam. Competitive complaints. Nailed it. <laughs> as you can see from the enclosed memo, which was stuffed into the same envelope as the wedding invitation and the bridal shower invitation. A little overstuffed. This couple, in quotes, Carol and Rick, okay. had the gall. To allow their travel agent to solicit contributions for their Hawaiian honeymoon. Let it be known that me and Marina, the main thing we're asking for as a wedding gift, honey if fund. someone wants to give it, is honey, honey fund. fund. That is, this is, wow, what a sign of the times. In 1991, so funny. Carol and Rick had the gall, gall to allow their travel agent to solicit contributions, i.e. gifts, for their Hawaiian honeymoon. This couple wow. is known around town to be tight-fisted with a buck. But okay. this kind of solution is a new low. Wow. Obviously, so either funny. the travel agent or the sponsor of the bridal shower felt awkward sending the memo out as someone typed in, requested by Rick. By the way, Abby, I was going to cross out the names in the original memo, but I didn't want you to think this was a hoax. So I wrote Carol and Rick. Good. That will show them it's true. So if you publish this, please change the names. Okay. So it's not Carol, it's not Carol and Rick. Rick. It's Rarel and Kick. And that's from Amazed in Delaware. That is hilarious. I mean, like, I, wow, it is such a funny thing to go back to these, like, early 90s things. It's like, that is so aggressively the norm now. That's right. not at all weird. That's right. not at all tacky. Right. In fact, the thi- that is the thing that people that- – That's a primary gift. Yeah, that is the thing that seems like sensible and normal and great. And in fact, I believe our our first friends to get married were Chris and Rebecca. And I want to say that they did Did that too. That and it was the first time that I was like aware of. And it was like, oh, that's brilliant. Yes, that is brilliant. Of course, just have us pay for your honeymoon. Happy to. Right. Happy to. Right. Wow. Sign of the times. Twenty eight years ago, that was tacky. And what took real gall? Are you curious to see if Abby thinks it's a good the real Abby thought it was a good idea to. to do that or not? Yes. Okay. To the family and friends. Wait, let's see. Dear Amazed yep. and Dear Readers. Well, yep. now I've seen everything. Yes, she has. Read on. Yes, she has. Oh, wait. Uh, dear Abby. Okay. Uh, you know what? Yeah, not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. I'm reading it now. Not worth it. it. Who cares? Nope. Who nope. cares? Welcome to – I wonder if this reader is shocked now 28 years later at the new social norms. Yeah. Shocked because yeah. paying for each other's honeymoons is what – we do. Right. That is – that's the good stuff. Right. That is the good wedding gift. Right. Well, I, that's, that's a, Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah. It's fascinating also that – well, it doesn't really matter. It's 1991. It's 1991. Um, okay, Honeymoons. Adam, second song. Uh, uh, second song. Already. Second We're song. We're squeezing in two 1991 questions and act. That's just how it's time and out. Great. Honeymoons. Honeymoons. Pizza pie. Pizza pie. That's amore. That's amore. That's amore. When the moon hits it's... my eye like that big pizza, pizza pie, pie. That's amore. Can you, do you know the next word? It's like something's uh, something like pasta, pasta fazool. It is it's pasta fazool. <laughs> do you think it's Lumanti? It, is it Lumanti? Do you think that's Lumanti? His songs are always like lasagna boy in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? What? Lasagna boy in Paris. Uh, should we do that some more? Yeah, we, I think we have to okay. do some more. This is Amore? Yes. All right, this is Amore. When the moon 
hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingling, 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 and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play tippy tippy tay, tippy tippy tay, like a guitar and When the stars make you drool, just like a pastefas, oh, that's amore. When you dance down the street with a cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, signore. Excuse me, but you see back in old Napoli, that's amore. Bells will ring, ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Vita Bella, Vita Bella, hearts will play, tippy-tippy-tay, like a guitar bella. Lucky fella. When the stars make you through just like pasta fuzzle, that's some more When you dance on the street with the cloud at your feet, you're in love. When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, senor. Excuse me, but you see back in old Napoli. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was That's Amore Dean Martin. by Dean Martin. That's right. Dean Martin, one of the Rat Pack. Yep. Yep. He's a classic. Yep. Uh, when the moon hits your eye. Like a big pizza pie. That's Amore. That's love. Yeah. That's love. When the moon hits your eye. Yes. Like a big pizza pie. Yeah. Like a big pizza pie. Yeah. What do you think? What's that supposed, what image is that supposed to evoke? Just when it's a beautiful moonlit night, that's love? Right, but how does the pizza pie <laughs> play into it? Yeah. Like a big pizza. When the moon hits her eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Is it saying that the moon is so circular and beautiful as as a, a pizza. pizza pie would be? Yes. Or is it saying that it hits your eye like when a pizza gets thrown at your so eye? So that's how it, it always started <laughs> for me. That's how it always started for me. There's you know when someone throws a pizza, pizza in, in your, your eye, eye? It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> and when you grow up and you're like, a pizza in your, like, when yes. the moon hits your eye, like a pizza uh, pie. Yes. That's, well, anyway. Uh, Billy, I want to circle back to something that we maybe should touch on, oh. which is that you brought something into right. the studio today. I did bring something into the studio. That I'm just a little studio. curious about. I've had my eye on it for about an hour I'm and a half. I'm surprised you can't figure it out. It is a clear jar. Yes. Um, and you can see what's inside it. So I'm surprised that you can't figure out that it's goat caramel. <laughs> Goat. 
oh, now it's coming together. You and Marina went to the goat moment. Went to the goat moment. Went to the goat moment maybe last weekend or the weekend before. Yeah. And this is the fruits of its labor? There's goats. Wow. So, that's yours. Cool, man. Goat Thank caramel. you, Bill. Um, you and Maggie. Yes. Uh, your wife. Yes. Your lovely wife. Yes. Um, you had tickets. You bought tickets to go on a she, goat hike. She had a tickets for a goat hike that she was going to do for her mother's birthday. Mother couldn't do it. We were going to go. We couldn't do it. We had to go out of town. Got it. And we literally thought like, this is up Billy Marina's alley. Yeah. Goats. But how do you guys find a goat, a goat hike? You hike with goats. Is that what it was? Yes. Will you just tell me briefly about what it was? We didn't hike with goat. Oh, okay, we, vi- we visited with goat. <laughs> we didn't hike with goat. We visited with goat. The ride up there was mm, treacherous. Really? Yeah, treacherous is too dramatic, but it was longer and steeper than expected. Where? So we missed hike and just hung. Just hung with goat. Where was it? Like LA around? Mountain. 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 Los Angeles mountain. Mountain goat. Yep. Mountain and, goat. And, over an hour away from Los Angeles. Oh, wow. But when we got there, it was this little house. Uh, I wish that I could promote it better, but I yes, can't. Yes, it's a little house. Um, and we're like, I wonder what this little house is. And then there was like a hundred goats. Whoa. Mostly babies. Wow. And um, and we just, just stood. <laughs> we stood there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nice and fun. <laughs> and it was nice of them to have us studying. And we we there. stood there. <laughs> so yeah. so and this for is a while. this is caramel made from goat milk. So everything. And so they sell they sell a few items, and they also give away a few items for free, which I thought oh. is so rare. Oh yeah. If you want coffee, they just uh, give out free coffee. Wow. Thought that was nice. That's pretty cool. Um, they use milk, goat milk, and everything. Great. And I guess uh, goat caramel Great. is uh, goat milk and sugar that are mixed and cooked together over very low heat for a very long time. Great. So that's what that is. Great. Um, I can't wait to have it. Thank yeah. you so much. This is so sweet of you. Thank yeah. you, goat. Do you guys goat a lot? Like was I've this... never goated. Okay. I think this was something Maggie thought her mom would love and was just curious about. Okay. It. I don't know yeah. how she even stumbled upon this. Ugh. We saw a but... big pig. Oh. A very big pig. Oh, cool. If you're curious what that pig looks like, yes. travel back about three weeks onto my Instagram. Yes. The pig's name was Katie. I posted a picture of Did it. Did you? Yes. Oh, I think I missed this one. It's a big old pig. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's that. Cool. That's that. Well, I we're going to enjoy this caramel. Thank you for thank you so much for this. Please do. Thank you for standing around and getting this. And now you for have us. caramel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam, yes. we have a more a little more advice to give. I think we maybe have time for another question. Okay. Okay, cool. Sneak it in. Great. This is for Babby? This is for Babby. Okay. September 4, 1991. The headline intrigues me. The headline reads, The door with the moon will have the longer line. Stop. <laughs> the door with the moon will have the longer line. The door with the moon. <laughs> the moon. The longer line. Okay. Oh, okay. September wait, wait, wait. 4. The longer line could be a human line. Yep, yep, yep. The door with the moon. Yep. Okay. Here we go. September 4, 1991. Sure. Dear Babby. Yeah, that's me. What is the significance of the moon or half moon on an outhouse door? Oh, wait, a I... toilet. <laughs> We're talking toilets? I recently visited the birthplace of Herbert Hoover and saw this freshly painted outhouse with the moon on the door. Freshly painted? And inquired. Still in use. Of the security guard as to what it meant. He just laughed and said he'd been asked that question many times, okay. but he's never been able to come up with an answer. He never I'm it sure up. there are a lot of people out there who are as curious as I am to know the answer. Oh. What is it? I, I think I might guess. <laughs> How? Half moon peepee. Uh, full, full moon poopy? duty. <laughs> yep. That's what I think. So, so, oh, I see. So you're saying- Because you know those toilets. Yes. Now, these newfangled toilets, the yes. double-buttoned, the double-buttoned toilets where they have the pee-pee flusher, and then they have the big dog flusher. I don't think, I gotta be top honest Top of the you, tank, top of the tank, 
half button pee pee, full button poo poo. Have I seen the double Come button? On. I've seen. You've it. never seen oh, the water course, friendly of course, toilet. Of course, of course, I know what you mean now. And now, do you understand when I say half moon pee pee, full moon doo doo? So is your is the is what I can gather? From, is what I could stand to surmise from that is that you're saying that outhouses are only meant for pee pee. I'm saying that outhouses with a half moon painted on oh, it only. are PP only. Oh, wow. And that the door with the uh, longer line full. with the full moon, people have full asses. <laughs> they have full asses, and they need to wait on that long line so that's why it's longer. to release. Okay, so this makes, I believe, Fabby, that you have answered successfully this question. Do we even need to yeah. know what Abby said? Or should I just say? No, that's the that's answer. That's the answer. That's the answer. Fabby. We, don't, do, we don't need Abby when we have Fabby. That's, right. that's the whole point. That's right. You asked. That's the whole you point. Asked. That's the whole so point. if you ever go to Herbert Hoover's house... <laughs> And you have to take a big crap? Yep. <laughs> I mean, to put it gracefully. <laughs> to put it gracefully. To take an enormous crap. <laughs> um, don't go into the outhouse, because nope. you'll find two outhouses. Again, okay. if you visit the security Herbert, guard clearly doesn't know. So don't ask him. Don't ask him. He's not, he's, he doesn't have <laughs> he's not he's not a wealth of information. All righty. But if you are at Herbert Hoover's house. In 1991. In 91, and you have to take a big crap. In 1991. And you see an outhouse that has a short line, check the moon. Yes. Check the moon. Half moon. Pee-pee. Full moon. Doo doo everywhere. And this is in 1991. Right. So, so take that yep. advice. Take that Thank and rewind you, it back. <laughs> take that and rewind <laughs> it back. Full moon. Doo doo. Thank you, Babby. Okay. Well done. Well done. I'm glad I could help. Well done. I'm glad Truly I could help. You a- that was a cue that you ate. That's right. You answered that. You gave me that cue Thank and you. I flushed it right down. <laughs> Thank you, Babby. Okay. Let's see. Yes. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to. a lot of serious to... topics in there. In May 13th and May 14th, um, hot button issues. Okay. Uh, sexual. We won't get into okay. that, but I'm just going to read you. I'm not, we're not even going to get into it. Great. May 13th. Okay. Parents' reluctance to discuss sex disturbs the, this candid mom. Okay. May 14th, you'd better believe AIDS can be passed through sex. <laughs> the phrasing of that. <laughs> like, I can't. Can I? Yeah, 91. Should I? Do you want to go down that road to close out this episode? I you better believe AIDS can be passed through I, I, I don't know. I, th- I say we sidestep AIDS. other questions. I say we sidestep There's AIDS. other questions. I would like to sidestep AIDS. Mm-hmm. Widow on wedding treadmill with man who drags his feet? <laughs> yeah. Widow. Widow on wedding treadmill. Okay. With man who drags his feet? Okay, great. That appeals to you? Sure. Uh, yeah. Family's comedy of manners you. leaves grandma with frown. Now that may- <laughs> I think we're going there, May 29th. You'll hear about sad grandma. <clears throat> yes, Bill. Family's comedy of manners leaves grandma with frown. Yes, baby. With frown. <laughs> Dear Abby, my grandson, I'll call him Stuart, doesn't know her own grandson's name. I'll call or, him. Or his grandson's, is a 19-year-old college student. A few weeks ago, I noticed that a stage play was coming to town. Fun. Because Stuart had played the lead in that play in high school, I wrote to him, offering to treat him and a friend to tickets. Fun. I asked him to let me know which performance he wanted to see so that I could purchase the tickets and mail them to him. Great. So far, so good. Sweet grandma. Two weeks went by. I didn't hear one word from Stuart. Then his other grandmother told me that Stuart was pleased with my offer, but he was too busy to accept. Okay. His other grandma. Said that. He told his other grandma, I was given this gift by my other other grandma. grandma. If you run into her, pass it along. I'm busy, not interested. I'm busy. Right. Fascinating. That's rude. Two weeks went by. I didn't hear one word from Stuart. His other grandmother told me that. Other grandmother. I told my son, Stuart's father, that I was hurt and displeased that his son 
didn't do me the courtesy of giving me that message personally. I totally understand. Whereupon my son immediately came to his son's defense. Interesting. Pointing out what a fine lad he was. Uh, don't, don't doubt it. No drinking, no smoking, no drugs. Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant to the thank you. And I added, no manners. And no manners. My son said, no drinking, no smoking, no drugs. He's a good boy. And I replied, mm. and he's got no, no manners. manners. Now I'm the heavy. Have you ever heard that expression before? Like the bad guy. Like you're the, 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 the yep, bad guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now I'm the heavy. Everyone is mad at me. I don't. And I am mad at my grandson. Your comments, please. Love the heavy. I got to tell you, heavy. Or should I say the heavy? That's right. I, Addy, advice columnist, am frankly completely on your side. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I think you are justified in your frustration. Okay. I think your grandson, it's not a huge, it's not a huge right. violation, not a huge indiscretion, but it is rude. Right. It is being rude. Right. And if he you doesn't want to go to the- gener- generous offer. Yeah, if he doesn't want to go to the play, he should tell you face to face. That's right. He doesn't need to tell other grandma. Right. I, I'm completely with you. Yes. Uh, you don't, you deserve better than having to hear it through the grandma grapevine. Yep. That grandson doesn't want to go to a play with you. Yep. And furthermore, yep. your son, yeah. ungrateful kid father yep, fake should steward's be, dad f- fake steward's fake dad right. should be a little more empathetic to your plight and to your complaint and what do I, drugs and alcohol have anything to do with to this? do with this play don't nothing list, don't list the things that are make him good nothing. when we're discussing a very specific thing that has hurt you uh, you aren't attacking your grandson's character at large you're mm. saying this one in particular Real. instance i offered Preach. him tickets to a play right and he couldn't go and that's fine or Tell didn't me. want to and even that's fine say thank you i can't make it don't that, tell the other grandma too busy Whatever. I'm completely with you, the heavy. Yes. I completely agree with you. I am on your side here, the heavy. And you know what, Abby? Abby agrees. <laughs> Abby agrees. In brief, Abby, the real Abby, says... The real thing. A 19-year-old college student is old enough to uh, take his own lumps. Definitely. Should Stuart have another lapse of bad manners, sock it to him. Okay. Sock it to him. <laughs> Put a right hook in Stuart's ear. Punch your grandson. Take him out. If he's rude, punch him. Take him out. Punch him. What is he good for? Good advice Nothing. To me. Good advice. No drugs. No alcohol. No manners. No grandson of mine. No grandson of mine. Right. Signed the heavy. Good advice. Dear Abby, part two, 1991. Yeah. Really good, Bill. I think we um, fulfilled the promise of the premise. We tackled pizza delivery. We tackled uh, cop etiquette. We right. tackled poopy v. pee Right. We tackled oh, basically yeah. all of the major topics. Mm. Yes. This should get us on Split Cider. <laughs> this episode should penetrate the Split Cider tweet where it's this, this Week in Comedy podcast. This will get to the blog. We've been yeah. absent on that list for a while. We haven't. We'd like to be ha- reinstated. Have if we possible. strayed from what the podcast is supposed to be? Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe that's the lesson. That may be the Maybe lesson. Maybe that's the lesson. We're trying to get back on Split Cider, We folks. would love to get back there. If anyone knows Split or Cider, yeah. let us, please yeah. let them know. We need help. We need help. Yeah. We need help. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll try and help ourselves. Yes. But for now, we helped you yep. if you are in 1991. 91, 28 years ago. That's this right. is searing advice. That's right. For almost three decades ago. If you see a cop pulling someone over, don't ask them Leave where Sizzler is. Leave him alone. Okay. Don't have your toddler order your pizza. Right. That still stands. Not in 91. If your grandson's rude, hit him. Yep, sock it to him. <laughs> you get it. But your basic advice. You get it. It's 91. It's 91. <laughs> Let loose. Let loose, folks. Oh, Bill. For the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. We encourage you to let loose. Yep. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.